Hey guys, welcome to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Jim. And I'm Steve. And thanks for joining us. Sorry for the hiccup for there in a second. I think my computer like wasn't sure what it was going to do. It was like, <laughs> it froze and I wasn't sure if like it was a recording issue or a streaming issue, but it was okay. We're good now, right? We're good now. We're live. starting the show. We're live. Live in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, uh, speaking of live, my dad asked me this weekend, uh, he said, how's the, this is going? Oh, he said, where's the, how's the, speaking how's the, of live, no. <laughs> I, just meant, I just meant live. He said, uh, he said, how's the podcast going? And I said, good. And he said, um, he said, do you have a studio? And I was like, yeah, we have a really nice studio. Uh, <laughs> And like I said, a few jokes like that. And I think they went over his head. Um, right. And he said, "How do your 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 sarcasm is hard to get because you're lit. You give the you give the dry sarcasm. Yeah. You know, you don't show any sort of sign that it's sarcasm. Like you don't right. smirk or right. say it in a different tone. It's like general general speaking. I don't roll my eyes. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So he said, uh, "He's like, how is how is it possible to do the podcast?" Uh, where you guys don't talk over each other. Like you and me would be talking over each other. And I was like, do you normally talk over people when you talk? <laughs> yeah, it's just a like normal conversation. It's like if you're talking on the phone with someone. Yeah. So, I mean, it can happen. Like even in regular conversations, it can happen, you know. But uh, for the most part, people, you know say something expect something say something it's just <laughs> the, the the classic expectation of how a conversation happens so <laughs> but like explaining that was really hard because <laughs> i was like i was like yeah so like steve will talk and then when he's done i'll talk and my dad was like how do you know when he's done i was like i don't know usually you just kind of know like they have something to say yeah. and then they say it yeah yeah well there's just like cues just like when you what you just did when you said uh you know you ended your thing with like a an inflection as saying that that's your question mark you know right. that's the end of a sentence of, of a question right there so you know, there's just subtle cues that people don't pay attention to but it's the same all the same subtle cues that happen in regular conversations i think maybe he's confused because since we do this virtually Maybe he thinks it's kind of like a like a team's call where oh. people talk over each other all the time. Yeah. Wow. That has lag too, the team's calls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I did tell him at the end that we video too, which I think helps. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, so how was your weekend, Steve, before we get into anything here? It was good. It was good. I was trying to go, oh, go sorry. to your weekend first because what happened? I said I'm sorry. Last episode. You said you were getting old because your week was just like blah, and then you were excited for the weekends. And yeah. I, I literally just said, "How was your weekend?" I just ignored your week. <laughs> That's true. Usually, usually that we say, "Oh, what'd you do this past week?" But yeah, now we, now it's just, "What'd you do this past weekend?" Yeah, yeah let's, let's see. see. Well, this... I went to the city this past weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the city. Um, no, you're not talking about New York City. Okay. Yeah, I know we said I was live. We were live from LA, but we're not. Yeah, actually. nope. Yeah, no, we live in the tri-state area of New York City. Mm -hmm. um, Dirty. So yeah, so we went to we went to the city. We drove there. Um, drove to New York. Yeah, That's I know. A bold I move. Know. I know. Tell me about it. Going through the Holland Tunnel. You oh, live so close to the train station. Your train station goes straight there. No, no oh. I do. I know. Do you know what's yeah. funny? I drive up to Metro Park to take that train. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a straight shot from where you're at. It's like a few stops and then you're right in Penn Station. Yeah, yeah. Well, when we started to drive, it, the GPS, you know, said it wasn't going to take that long. Yeah. There wasn't that much traffic. But then as you got closer to the city, mm -hmm. it just the time was the time on the GPS was just stopped because it just kept adding time to it. So it was like you were stuck in time and that is called traffic. <laughs> I, Google is a genius with that on the GPS. 
there there must have been a guy years ago who was like look we're making this gps thing and and they're, they're like we got to put how much time to get there and they're like all right just put the estimated time they're like well what happens if there's traffic they're like oh man well then they'll get to the destination they'll say they're 10 minutes late it's like no no Google Maps is never wrong. They always need to arrive exactly on time. That's right. <laughs> so they like add time to your trip. Yes. <laughs> exactly. The estimate doesn't even matter. Time stop. But you said 50 minutes to my destination 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I hate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But uh, then once we finally got into the city and dealt with all the traffic, it was kind of cool. We went to, I, I feel like it was called like Pier 52 or something like that. That's, I don't that's know, famous. Like that. that is it's, famous. It's Pier like, it's, it's a nice little, it's it, we were in Manhattan, we were in downtown Manhattan. Uh, and yeah, we were, we were just like walking along the waterway. I, I felt so out of shape because about 70% of the people who were at that pier were running. Or doing some sort of exercise. Oh, I didn't think that was the direction you were taking it. I know. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about walking speed because New Yorkers are notoriously fast walkers. Yeah, no, no, no. That doesn't. I, I, I don't care about walking speed. I'll take my time and be happy about it. Right. But when everyone around you is is jogging, you know, jogging, 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 it's just like you're getting past. You're like in the middle of a. Of a highway of joggers. That's Wait, what it so, felt so like. this must have it was felt such a popular jogging area. This must it have was... felt like you're in the airport on one of those people walkers. Yes. And people yes. are just walking past you, and you're just sitting there, and you're like taking your time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Were, were you like. eating when you were there too to like rub it in? Like these people are jogging and you're eating. No. 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 This is before we decided to go eat. Um, we went to then, I think it's the only brewery in all of Manhattan that like... Is that true? That feels like a false statement. I mean, the thing with breweries is it requires a large area to, to like a large space in order to house all the, the vats and stuff. To brew, tanks. so there's there's micro breweries in oh, Manhattan. Oh, you're this right. This is like an actual brewery. You're right, because when we so in the KOP Mall, I never took you. There's a King of Prussia Mall. Yeah, yes. in the King of Prussia Mall, there's a like a sports bar place that is a micro brewery, and right. you can see the tanks. But yeah. when we went to that birthday party, that was a real brewery, and that was a whole complex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, so this was like the only brewery in Manhattan. So, so yeah, so we went there and we we had I had every beer they had. Oh, what makes was the me best? sound like an alcoholic, but <laughs> on days, on days, <laughs> it was only like twelve beers, and they give you like uh, four ounces or something. Yeah, they give you like four ounces, and you do a flight, like a flight of six. So it was two flights of six, you know. And I could drink that. That's not that much. No, it wasn't too bad. And then we ate also, uh, had like a steak and salad and uh, wings. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, we went to um, just another bar that just had a bunch of different types of beers that were really good. Um, yeah, we just hung out in the city. It was fun. It was a fun trip. Yeah. So, what's it like? being in the city so for some of our listeners out there maybe from different countries they may be in the rural areas you know what is new york city like in the hustle bustle what's it like there it's exactly that the hustle bustle just you know i don't you know, I, I skipped over the part with the traffic where you know you're trying to put your car into the tiniest space because no one wants to give you any space oh yeah and you're trying to like it, it's it's a mess. I don't know how those things get resolved. You know, you're only going a quarter of a mile, and it takes you, you know, two hours because that's just too many people are trying to do too many bad things all at once, and it's just causing chaos. You know, um, I love driving but, in New York with my old car. Now, <laughs> I got my new car. I don't drive to New York. That's crazy. Yeah, with my old car. 
when I would go to New York, I used to say, I love driving in New York because there's no rules when you drive. You right. do whatever you want. The, the, there's like four or five lanes and you, you're allowed to park anywhere you want. People park on both sides of the road, either which way. They right. double park, very common double parking. Yeah, double right? parking is very common. Double parking yeah. super common. And then the, the signaling definitely isn't a thing. And yeah. then the, the lights are sort of optional too. People are turning, they're turning when it's not their turn. What they'll do is they'll get in and they'll just block the intersection and be yeah. like, oh, sorry, I'm here now. You got to hit me if you want to get through, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh... Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so there's that. I mean, Manhattan itself is, uh, you know, a pretty ritzy uh, oh, neighborhood. Yeah. Well, on the uh, Upper East Side, right? Isn't that the fancy yeah. side? Yeah. Do you meet so... anybody up there? Yeah, I met up with uh, with my cousin. Oh no, I, I met famous people, Steve. Famous people, not no. plebs. No. <laughs> <laughs> For the amount of times we, pleb. I mean, I, the amount, yeah, she she doesn't listen to the podcast. No. <laughs> uh, the amount of for the amount of times I've been to New York, I'm surprised I've never passed a famous or I've never noticed passing famous person that's the thing i've always wondered that i was like i bet you i've passed celebrities all the time and i'm just not someone who can immediately recognize celebrities in like regular clothes like they walk around in like a hat sunglasses you know yeah our friend uh like, like uh puffy clothes you know and you can't even tell who they are i'm not gonna look so like that kind of looks like Johnny Depp. I don't know, <laughs> you know, but Our, no, I, I'm not like that. I'll just barely pay attention to people as I pass. I don't really recognize people. So you just kind of put them as background people. Yeah, exactly. Which makes In sense. fact, all the time, there even people I know, like friends or family or something, will be in the same spot and I won't even recognize them. They usually recognize me first. Because that's just how little I pay attention to what people look like. <laughs> I see a trend here. <laughs> yeah, there was once. There was once I was. I went to lunch. I went to Five Guys by my work, and I was just eating my lunch. And all of a sudden, my dad walks up, <laughs> and he just happened to be at the same Five Guys getting lunch. The he same. He doesn't even live anywhere near there. He works near there. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, but not that close. Yeah. But but yeah, so uh, he, really yeah, he just randomly that. showed up there. He didn't know I was there and I didn't know he was there and he just like recognized me and I was like, what the heck? But wow. he was supposedly he was walking around for a while, you know, oh, and oh. saying that kind of looks like Steve. And I just had no idea that my dad, my dad, the person I should recognize so easy, was just walking back and forth in front of me. <laughs> So, so I think you're a little oblivious then to the surroundings. Is that is that what we're getting? <laughs> the details. In the my detail. Okay, you see blobs, yeah. but not yeah, face. Yeah. I'm not a Sherlock Holmes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you did that. What else did you do? That was it. Uh, you saw me. The next day, I went to. Uh, I just hung out at uh, with my sister over here, and uh, we went on a hike. The, the 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 one that's by my house you know that that park that's by my house the one you took me to the pokemon park yeah i don't like yeah that that, park. that thing actually has a has a like a three mile hike that goes through it it's a really awesome hike because it goes through different types you took me of... to the park in the rain yeah well he wanted to go And we drove around the park. That's what we did. <laughs> we the cops were there when we were there. Yeah, the cops the state trooper was like, "Hey, no playing Pokemon. Go out in my park past <laughs> six o'clock. You rascals, get home." <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a weird was day. Happening. It was like hot, yeah. and then it really rained. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You saw but, me this, yeah, weekend. this weekend. I did see you. Yes, yes. We hung out together. Also, yeah. We ate a lot. Of junk food. There was junk food? I ate a lot of Oreos. Oh, that's true. You did eat a lot of Oreos. You ate a lot yeah. of Doritos. I, I ate a lot of Doritos. 
But we had ramen. I can't believe you didn't bring up the ramen. That's why I was mentioning it. Oh, my God. This needs to be a topic. It needs to be on the record. First of all, you guys hear him complaining time and time again that whenever he needs to come over, I need to treat him to arepas at the Venezuelan place. I know. Begging is probably I'm like, Jim, we got to go. To like the shadiest part of hey, the they city kept their rest. doors locked. All right, yeah, for a reason. They, <laughs> when we got to the place, the place was locked, and all the yeah. curtains are drawn. You wouldn't even yeah. know that they were open. And Steve yeah. gave them the they, like. They opened the door like the tiniest crack. It's like, what do you want? Yeah, like I'm here to pick up my food. It's like, oh, welcome. <laughs> and then it's like completely different story. But yeah, like, then, yeah that's then, how. That's how shady this part of the city is. And, then, and that's why I hate driving there. And Jim's always like, Steve, it's the most authentic food. It's so good. Yeah, it's authentic. Yeah, it's good. But I don't like going there. <laughs> I love how when he opened the door, Steve's not exaggerating, by the way. Uh, we, he opened the door a crack and he was like, what do you want? Yeah. He was like to pick up my food and he let us in. And then he's like. You guys can stay inside if you want. As if outside was like a gang war. <laughs> I mean, it is New Brunswick, but it's like, it's not that bad. Well, there's certain parts. But... Yeah. I'll have to take you down uh, the back roads towards King of Prussia next time. I'll take you down. Oh, okay. I do, yeah. I, yeah. It's like, there's... I'm not taking you to the worst parts of New Jersey. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we, ha- we had the Arepas. Yeah. Which were which were delicious, but not filling enough. I think, I think we should have got a rape and a half. Okay, well that's for you because I got the bandeja paisa, and that feeds two people. And I eat you it got myself. the small. Do you remember when you and got the small. large one time? We were with, four people, we were with your friends food. or something. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't hungry for the next two days. That was so much food. We were yeah. with your two Latino friends. I yeah. think they're both Latino. Yeah. Is it yeah. Latina or Latino? Latin. <laughs> Is it like, yeah, but like, you, so you call the guy Latino and the girl Latina? Yeah. Because, but we're we're just American? Yes. No, America and American? No, because Americans don't put, don't end things in, in vowels. <laughs> yeah, we were there with your friends. And Americano. <laughs> and then you ordered and and you were like yeah i'm hungry i'm gonna get the large i think in other countries in other languages it is americano and americano it is americano yeah it's yeah. a boy O is the boy yeah an a is yeah. a girl yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah i'm just wondering because like if there's a group of people though what do you call them if they're if they're latin. hispanic latin yeah with your latin friends yeah, Latin. That sounds weird. They don't speak Latin. <laughs> All right, so we had the we had that. Yeah. Then we hung out, ate lots of junk food, lots of junk and food. then I can I convinced Jimmy to finally go and get ramen. Now Jimmy on this podcast even has gone time and time again saying he will, does not think soup is a meal and ramen is soup. And so he never wanted to eat ramen. And we've hung out with mutual friends, and they've also gotten ramen, and Jim gets a rice dish. With like like just a man. Meat. Like a man. Yeah. Like a man? Yeah, not like a child. Child a... soups, soups children's food? Yeah. No, what? Why make soups children's food? They don't have teeth. Um, 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 there's gum on the soup. You have to chew your food. If you eat ramen and you don't chew, you're going to end up choking like um, all um, the time. <laughs> you should talk about this. I, maybe I should talk about the ramen place. Go ahead. Tell us your experience at this ramen All right. Place. So l- let me set the stage here. I didn't, I don't ever want soup, really, unless I'm sick. And I'm ha- I'm perfectly fine with the one dollar, whatever that is, ramen you get from the supermarket. What what is that? Cardboard. Oh, that's a lot. It's yeah. Like 50 cent. Okay, yeah. the fifty cent one, whatever it is, right? Yeah. You get the box, right? Yeah. 
But Steve's been talking about this forever, and he was treating. And I was like, you know what? If it sucks, it's his money. I can just go back to his house and eat. <laughs> so we went, and I got to first say my initial impressions of the place was I was a little happy because on the side they had bubble tea. And I know if you make bubble tea, you're a step up of an average Asian restaurant. You know, okay. you because you have the capacity to make bubble tea. I mean, your bubble tea doesn't have to be good. But if you say you serve bubble tea, I'm like, okay, you're actually Asian. This is going to be authentic. <laughs> you know? What are you talking about? They serve bubble teas now at like Dunkin' or Starbucks. Do they? That's disgusting. I think so, yeah. I mean, they also served like the croissant donut there. So they're just a mad scientist lab over there. <laughs> So we get in there and the place and, and the place is really clean, which is something that's important to me. Uh, an avid Applebee's advocate here, you know, Applebee's, you're not clean. You got to step it up. <laughs> I was going to say, I, was gonna, I thought you were saying Applebee's is like the peak cleanliness of, no. of American no, chain. No, 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 like, no. What? <laughs> Same thing with like the sushi place. If you've ever, I don't know if I ever took you to that sushi place I order from. But it's pretty clean. Like I, I like I like it clean. And then the clientele there was just a literal melting pot, just a hodgepodge. You had old people, parents age people, people our age, uh, college kids, um, all different ethnicities. Every different ethnicity was there. Uh, so it, it felt like an authentic American restaurant because you have all these people coming together, and we sat down and they immediately gave us water right off the bat with the menu. The menus came with water. So already I'm just like boop, boop, booping it up on the, on the list here. Um, and the menu was pretty big. And so here's the thing for those listeners out there who don't really know much about ramen. I'm going to educate you now. Okay. Right. First of all, Jim has never had ramen up until this time. This is Jim's first ramen dish. Okay. I have That's to right. preface. This. Before this, he only ate the 50 cent in the bag dried ramen that you put powder on top. Okay. Yeah. And this is what he was expecting. <laughs> that is an authentic ramen place. Well, because okay. you watch TV or anime or, or like dramas in other languages and like they're always eating ramen and they're just slurping. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. But it always looks like the 50 cent noodle package. They are. They are. A lot of times in those animes, they are. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll give I'll give some context here for those people who haven't had ramen. Okay. So ramen is expensive. I'm just going to start off there. For what it is, it's very expensive. So you essentially get the soup and you get to pick your soup, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. So like they had, I think, four different types of soups there. Um, and the lady was nice enough to help. I, I just asked her what's most popular. The four soups were miso, shio, shoyu, and curry. That sounds about right. Uh, so I asked her what's the most popular. I think Steve recommended one of the ones that was the most popular one. Um, so I got that. And then they had different noodles too. You said they had different noodles. They did. Yeah, they don't really advertise that, but... They, if you ask them, they will give you different noodles. Like if you have a gluten intolerance, they'll give you rice noodles. Right, right. So I just got the standard noodles, and then I got the char siu bowl. Now, right. for the menu, they had a different sections here. The char siu bowl was in its own like thing. It's, it was like yeah. maybe a premium ramen. It was maybe like two dollars more than the other ramens. Because you're getting more meat. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so it came with the soup. The noodles, scallions, like bean sprouts, maybe what they're called. Mm -hmm. Mushroom, yeah. yeah, bean sprouts, mushrooms, mushrooms. Uh, and then the and then the uh, char siu, and the fish cake. And and look, I love fish cakes. That was let's call that a fish cake slice. Because that <laughs> That's was sure. it's always. On ramens, that's what they are. There's just like a tiny little. It's just one sliver of fish. They cake. should put the full fish balls on there. I love fish balls. They should throw them I in the ramen. Yeah, it's fine. Well, it should add it into the ramens. So, you so can, I mean, that's one separate thing, but yeah. 
Yeah, so the food came incredibly quickly. It's like they didn't cook it. It was like it was already cooked. Everything's already pre-cooked. Yeah. yeah, it was as if like th they had everything except the noodles maybe, and then they blanched the noodles or something. They just throw it in hot water or something, and it's like ready to go. Yeah, I think that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes people do that with pasta too. They'll like have it pre-cooked. Yeah, I mean they just have all the noodles already pre-prepared, pre the stock, all the soup stocks already all in big pots back there, and they just take – they just like, yeah, like you said, like blanch the noodles, put it in, put the soup, put all the vegetable ingredients and give it to you. There right. you go. Now I Ramen. got, Easy. right. Yeah. And now I got the char siu meat, which was kind of like a tender pork, um, which was a good pick because that was the best part of the, the bowl for sure was that. Now, overall impressions here was that the ramen was definitely better than I gave it credit for. I've been bashing ramen now for probably five or six years. It, longer than this podcast <laughs> i've been bashing ramen for a long time so i can i can honestly say now it is better than the 50 cent noodles but it's not it's not better it is it is a different dish i'm going to say it's a different dish they probably shouldn't be one-to-one -one compared that's that's what i'm going to say okay that's beautiful that's beautiful now hold on we gotta we gotta make sure everybody hears the pros and cons now the pros of the ramen was super fast, super clean. These were these are important things when you get food, um, and you had a lot of options. So, and the bowl was big. And Jim the bowl was big. That's right. I didn't finish. Well, we, we did have twelve Oreos before then. <laughs> Double stuffed. But yes, I didn't finish it. I ate I all the meat. Coming to me and saying, "Uh oh, Steve, I finished a whole row." <laughs> You're like, oh my god, a whole row? <laughs> not, not the. These weren't the Oreos with the with the horizontal rows. This was the vertical rows. <laughs> you got you got the family sized one. So it was yeah. like the family size row of double stuff. Um, and the meat was really good. So here's some of the things that I think I didn't like or could have been improved. So I think, and part of this I think might be me. So I wish it had. A, like a barbecue sauce or a stronger sauce flavor. Now I got what I believe is the most bland. I think I got one of the most bland ones. I got like just the soy sauce type base is what they called it. Yeah, it was soy sauce. Yeah. Yeah, and it had no spice, zero spice, not even pepper. There was no pepper yeah. in my dish, and like everybody likes pepper. Um, and they're also the things I got were were bland in general, right? Like char siu is is bland. That's why you put barbecue sauce on it. You know all that stuff. So I think more flavor would have been good, but I appreciate the fact that it didn't taste like salt. So like when you have the ramens at home, the flavor is like really salty power. Yeah, because that, that salt packet, the, the flavor packet is just the salt packet. That's all it is. <laughs> it's so yeah. powerful. Just smacked you in the face. <laughs> um, the other thing I didn't like, which I wish was better, was I think I, if we go again, I'm going to get the rice noodles. Because I think, I think one, I'm not a big noodle fan. You know, I don't really eat ramen that much. And I don't think the noodles were that much better than the, than the prepackaged noodles that I'd say, oh, wow, you want real authentic, like best soup ever. You have to get the real ramen or die. Like if you made that same dish and threw in the dollar noodles and made it half the price, I'd probably buy that. Right, right. Now, one last thing though. I, as Steve said, I did eat this already eating a lot of food. We had the arepas, the Oreo row. So I was going into here not hungry. I think you have a little bit of a different mentality when you're hungry because then you're just slurping it up. Yeah, yeah. Things taste better when you're hungry. Things yeah. taste worse when you're not hungry. Yeah. You'll but be I like, did... oh, well, this isn't like promoting any hunger. So Right. And I so I did rate them. For those who don't know, I'm a Yelp Elite member, uh, you know, a man of the people, as one would say. And I did give them a five star, which for me is actually quite coveted. Uh, my ratings, a three is, I had a good time. Everything was fine. That's a three. So a five is like, there were things in this this meal that I had that were better than other places. Like I mentioned, the water at the table, the service, we got nothing wrong. Everything was really quick. They refilled our waters. Everything was hot. They had a lot of options and all the food we had was good. It wasn't like there was nothing wrong with it. What would you have rated them? Oh, so I I love 
that place. I always bring people to that place and I've introduced people to ramen several times at that place and they've all become ramen fans afterwards. So it's a good place. Um, I do agree though that the noodles can be more authentic. I feel like they do dry it down. Yeah. The noodles. Um, so, but I, I don't think that it's like prepackaged dried no. noodles that they get. They definitely make it themselves, but probably a long time ago <laughs> or they dry it in some fashion, you know, right, right. It's have a ton of different types, but, uh, but yeah, the place, the place is awesome. So I, I was going to say now I got to bring you to Korean hot pot and you get to make your own soup, Jim. So I do hot pot every year anyway. You do hot pot. Yeah, two or three times a year. Yeah, we do hot pot. You can put ramen noodles and stuff in there too. We do. Yeah, so like in the hot pots, um, they have these little like net basket things. And you put the ramen noodles in and you let it simmer in the stock or whatever. And then, right. Yeah. But I like hot pot way better because hot pot, you know, this could be a way to, to step up ramen's game. Hot pot, we do it at a family friend's house. Um, they get all the different Asian sauces and stuff and they lay them all out and then you make your own sauce, a dipping yeah, sauce. Yeah. And then you put how much you want in, right? Or you can dip stuff into it. So right. with ramen, I feel like if I could have made a little bit of a dipping sauce to put in there, amp it up. Amp it up. Because like noodles, like you said, noodles are, you know, they're a little bland, but you need you need a little bit. Right, right. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe we should do a hot pot. I don't know. I, I've done so many hot pots, man. Like I just, to me, it's just kind of like a no, normal thing now. <laughs> but you say you do it at a friend's house. You don't go to restaurants. Oh, gosh, no. That must be yeah. crazy expensive. Yeah, it is. But cool. Why would I do that when I get it for free? <laughs> it sounds like fondue otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of is. I, I've been doing hot pot. Yeah, if, you do it, if you do it at someone's home, I feel like there's less options. Like when you do it at a restaurant, they just give you so many different options. Like even the thing that you say, the sauce, it's overwhelming because there's like 30 different sauces that you can mix together. Yeah. That's a lot. That's true. The, the house we go to, the reason I knew about the fish things is she buys every fish ball in the store. So there's really? all of them, quail eggs, there's different types of fish balls. They have the fish rings. They have like everything. And what she would do is over the years, she would buy everything in the stores. There's an H Mart by me actually that sells all this stuff. Right. And then she'd try it. And if, if enough people liked it, she'd keep it. If she, enough people didn't like it, they wouldn't do it anymore. Right, right. So like I love the imitation crab. One of my favorite things to put in, in, in the hot pot. Most people didn't the imitation like imitation crab in the hot pot delicious interesting so good because it's like i i t what i do is i take like two or three of them i put them in a little basket and then i mush them around they become like noodles but they're actually like fish and then i put my sauce on it and i just eat it up so good so good yeah last time i went to hot pot i had a lot of beef tongue okay yeah she definitely didn't make that she does <laughs> she does beef but she gets like filet Right, right. She gets like fancy stuff. But I mean, th to them, it's like a special thing. They do it during holidays like we would do Italian things. Right, right. Yeah, I've been, I was going to say, I've been doing it for so long. I was doing this even when working at McDonald's. And I wow. I brought the McDonald's honey mustard to their house. And that woman was so upset. I just... I can't remove the American from you. I really can't. <laughs> she was so upset. You put ketchup and poutine. What is happening? Okay. Oh, come on. Honey mustard? When you just said they give you a bunch of sauces to mix together? McDonald's honey mustard was good at the time. Now they have some messed up recipe now. I don't know what they're doing at honey. The McDonald's honey mustard now has mustard in it. That's not what we want. <laughs> what happened to all the honey? <laughs> it used to be like a mayo honey mixture and they'd have like a little mus mustard powder or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the woman hated me for that. Yeah. <laughs> I would too. Yeah. All right, well, let me let me uh, let me quickly go over what I did and then we'll we'll 
uh, do the topic. Okay. Um, so we had my birthday this week. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you, Steve. How old are you, 64? I think so. Yeah. I think I'm one of those people that when they look at me, they're like, you're exactly how old as I thought you were. <laughs> they, they don't really say like, oh, you look good for your age. They don't usually say that. <laughs> they look like, yeah, parts of you are going. <laughs> I had my family party, which was amazing. We had dim sum. The pool wasn't ready. It was a little nasty. Uh, still. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we played a board game. I got a board game gift uh, from my family and it was so amazing playing. I haven't, yeah. I haven't played like a real board game with my sister and her husband and my mom and everything like in a long time. Like, right. I can't even remember. Like maybe the most complicated game we would play is like clue. <laughs> maybe monopoly. Right. Cause like you're, your parents can't really do too much of that. Oh, my parents love board games. We play complicated board games all the time. Yeah. What do you guys play? Like Catan and Ticket to Ride. and Those are pretty cool. I always get these crazy... But you like, must always win. I, I win most of the time, yes. Yeah. Because the more complicated the game, like the more ahead you could get if you know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I'm learning the rules at the same time as they are. But. Hmm. I'm not even gonna bring up the, the amount of times you've cheated when we play board games. I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. Leave it there. <laughs> leave it there. Board game cheater. But we we played the, this game where it was cooperative and it was amazing. And uh, we were all working together, and it was just a great time. So we did that. Um, and then I ate way too many pork buns or something, and I got really sick the next day. I think it might have been food poisoning. And here's what I was thinking. I ate the pork pies and the pork buns and no one else had the ones that I had because I was just eating like whole containers full. Oh my God. And then I brought some back. So you were eating whole containers full and you think it was food poisoning? Could have been, who knows? And not overeating. Who knows, Steve? What I do you know. From, you went from eating Arepas, 12 Oreos and ramen yeah. to overfilling on dim sum. And you think the stomach problems the next day were food poisoning? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, Steve. You're asking me questions doctors should know, not me. Only a medical professional can solve this. I did nothing wrong. It was the food fault. <laughs> but yeah, we brought the food back and then uh, and then I had ice cream. So could have been that. But But I will say... That one of the things my mom does that I really hate is she leaves food out a lot. And so I think one of the things that we did, especially meat, I don't like when she leaves meat out, like cooked meat. So like the pork pies, you know, those ones that are like pork buns, but they're baked. It's okay. like, it's like a, a French type dish is how it feels. Sure. Do you remember those? It's like a croissant with pork bun in it. No. Don't know what that is. Anyway, like by the time she got it from dim sum, brought it home, set everything up, we ate outside and left it out this whole time, probably like two hours, then put it back inside and then like brought it home. Like it could, something could have been there too. So that happened. Good. Yeah. Got some good gifts. My, my relatives usually just give me money in the mail. So that was great. And then, um, what else did I do? Yeah. It was pretty much birthday the whole last week. I didn't do anything else besides birthday. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm sad. No, we have all these watchers right now. Nobody wished me happy birthday. It's terrible. Wow. Terrible. Everyone in chat not wishing. Nobody you. wished me happy birthday. <laughs> Ugh. All right. So today's topic that we're going to talk about uh, came up when we were we were talking. We were talking about um, how. I think I texted you or something about how like back when we used to use MapQuest and you'd like follow the directions that you printed out. Uh -huh. And if you made wrong turns, you were just effed. You just, yeah, you were just done. You were done. There were tons of times back in the day when I first like moved here and you used to just follow the signs that would just say parkway, you know? Oh my God. And it would have an arrow. You'd be like, that's where I'm going. I know where I'm going once I get to the parkway. 
just follow the signs until those signs are so far out though (laughs) yeah you pass one you're like where's the next one (laughs) (laughs) they're really far (laughs) yeah so it got me to thinking about things that um so i wanted this episode to be about things like that but there weren't enough things like that so it's gonna be things that we forgot existed when we were younger that were such staples of our life okay Okay. um there's a lot there was a lot of different sites i was looking at um and we're not going to talk about this but there was one that was just so funny i have to mention it it was a list of things that boomers blame millennials suck at (laughs) (laughs) the list wasn't that good so that's why i didn't do it all right so i'm going to mention the thing and then you tell me if you know what it is and then if you remember using it and how important it was to you okay all right number one number one is this ranked in any order like no i'm gonna i only pick the best ones okay my number one disposable cameras. Ha! <laughs> wow! Yes, yes. I I only really started to use those. Okay, so the first time I ever used those was at Disney World with my family. My mom had a super expensive like DSLR camera, whatever, and then. We were waiting for the bus, and I was in charge of the camera. I don't know why she would leave the camera in charge to a 10-year-old, but that's what she did. And I left it at the bus stop, and I was – we went out to the bus. Yeah. We started getting into, Dis- into Disney. We landed in Disney, and she says, where's the camera? I was like, oh, I must have left it at the bus stop. So we took the bus all the way back to the hotel. Meanwhile, my mom's freaking out because that's a super expensive camera. We get there. It's gone. We go to we go to Lost and Found, gone. Yeah. Who's gonna return a camera? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and... so then the rest of the trip we did it with disposable cameras. <laughs> oh. I I used a disposable camera at our high school, whatever it was, near the end. Of... For for Washington D.C. No, near the end of high school, we went to like project adventure no we we had we had a we had a a a a party at the pool club i don't know if you remember that we had that and then we also had one where we like the pictures look like we're in some sort of big gymnasium but it was like a project adventure oh okay what what was that yeah that was just that was like was that at rutgers did we go to rutgers yeah we went to rutgers rutgers i was gonna say i feel like we were in the rutgers gym yeah, remember? And then there was that kid who got pelted in dodgeball and oh, his yeah. leg got dislocated. And yeah, it was, and the hospital had to come. And then we weren't allowed to play any sports for we the rest of the night. We just sat in the gym just the had whole to night. sit in the gym. Yeah, that was the rest of the night. Yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be like an all-night, like, have fun, do whatever yeah. you want with your friends type of thing. And it turned out, like... Without alcohol. Yeah, without alcohol. I yeah. think they. I, I really like the idea though. Give them a safe space to like have fun. They had music and stuff. I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I used it for that too, and I have pictures yeah. from that. I remember the most iconic is the we went to Washington D.C. and everyone was using disposable cameras. Oh from Washington, yeah. D.C. and everyone knew the trick of if you smacked a disposable camera on your hand. It shoots the flash out without taking oh, a picture. Yeah, love people that trick. People flash each other all the time. Love that trick. Yeah, yeah, that was always a trick. Yeah, love that trick. <laughs> I, on that trip, I had laser pointers. I went ham with laser pointers. Everyone used laser pointers. That, that was, was so cool. Yeah, yeah, that trip was was disposal cameras, laser pointers, and Oakley glasses for some oh. reason. <laughs> Oakley glasses. Oakley glasses, yeah. The fake Oakleys. Fake Oakleys. All right. Number two. I mean, this one's pretty simple, but because you're going to remember this one. Uh, Having to rewind the tape before returning it to the video store. Otherwise, you have to pay a rewinding fee. Oh, I didn't even know there was a rewinding fee. I was just always told to rewind There's it. There's a rewinding free. Yeah. And I they had they that. had their power rewinder there. Do you remember that? 
Yeah, yeah, they do. It goes really fast. Yeah, yeah. I used to hate when sometimes I would get video and it would come not rewound. Sometimes they just forgot or didn't do it. I don't know what. But yeah, you would go to the video store and get it, and it would, you would have to wait and rewind the whole movie before you could watch it. Yeah, I think it. I think it back so then it was only like two times speed, maybe maybe regular speed rewind. I'm not sure. Four times speed. Okay. It's still a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Okay. So it's meeting up with a friend in the malls or the movie theaters or another location, but you've left your house and now you have no way to communicate to them and tell them that you've made it to where you're going. <laughs> it, it astonishes me at this point that how free parents were back in the day because <laughs> you still just let your kids run outside no phone or whatever no idea where they would go you know i i we would say oh yeah we're going to the to the store you know and it would be like a mile away the store or something and we'd be they'd be fine letting us go all the way over there you know ride our bikes through timbuktu and uh you know, yeah, dropping us off at like a bowling alley or a movie theater or whatever. Whatever. And then just showing up when the expected time was supposed to be to pick up, and that's it. And then if there was anything else, you would have to find a payphone to call your parents. Or a ride home from someone. <laughs> or a ride home from someone else, yeah, and not be able to tell them that I got a ride home from someone else. And that's else. the crazy part. There's multiple times where I've gotten a ride to someone else's house or home. And my parents were like late or not there. So they'd show up and be like, where's my kid? And then you couldn't call your parent because they were out. Right. So like it was common to happen at like a soccer game or something where like my parents, my mom would come like half an hour late or whatever. And you'd like wait for a while. And then like the other parents are kind of like on the field and they're like, hey, is your mom coming? And you're like, she said she'd be here. And then they, they don't want to leave a kid in the middle of nowhere. So they're like, why don't you come to my house? So you go to their house and then you call you call your house, but your parents are out trying to pick you up. So you have to wait till your parents get home. Uh it's a whole mess. The lack of cell phones is just so interesting. Like, like how things go around. You know, I always used to say, Oh, if I have kids, I won't give them a cell phone till they're like older. But I don't know, it's so convenient to if they go out and do something, be like you got your cell phone. I got a tracker on you. I know yeah. where you are, you know, and uh, what's it called? Then they can call if there's any issues. I think I'm going to throw that out the window. At this point. <laughs> I think most parents do. And I'm sure they have like pay phones are almost non-existent these days. Oh, they yeah. have like no way of calling people. They'd have to ask their friends for their cell phone. And that's just being a, like a pain, you know. And that's so. also a little weird. Like, I don't think parents of our generation realized what that was like because like kids like maybe not just with cell phones but with other things like you know kids want to be cool and everything they don't want to be the kid without and a lot of times right. if you're like borrowing someone's stuff all the time you're like the kid without you know yeah exactly all right okay next one okay so i don't know if you ever did this but it would be how to find a book in a library using a card catalog Dewey Decimal System. Yes, yes. This was awful. <laughs> this was so bad. And the worst part was we were in the, the awkward zone where the internet was starting to become a thing. And a lot of times in its initiation, teachers didn't want you to get information from the internet. No reference from the internet. It was not allowed. Not allowed to get references from the internet, which is absurd. And so, like, you know, when I went to, now that I went to grad school, all every single reference I used was from the internet. Granted, they were journal articles, but they were on the internet. Oh, yeah. You know, and you, you can print them out if you want. <laughs> but no, I just remember time and time again, we were in that weird spot where you would have to write a research paper. You weren't allowed to use the internet. So you'd have to go to the library to find a book or an encyclopedia or a reference of some that sort. said that. And you'd have to use that stupid Dewey Decimal System 
to try to figure it out. And it was awful. It was so bad. Yeah, I still don't know how to do it. I used to just give up and just go to the librarian and be like, I need to find this. Me too. <laughs> like, they were sort of in alphabetical order, but like, and this is what I never understood. And Barnes & Nobles does this too. These bookstores do this too. Why are they in author order? Why aren't they in the book name order? Because if Well, you... no, because then if you have if you have a series, like imagine trying to find all the Harry Potters. They all they would be with... all over the place. They they're all Harry Potter. Okay, maybe maybe that was a poor example. But like but... I think a series you could <laughs> I think a series you could keep together. You could find a way to keep that together. Yeah, but then you're like you know, some 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 authors like are kind of series. They're not series. Like it's difficult. Where do you make the rule? You know. What if there's two authors? Mind. Yeah, I mean, I get it that you're like you don't know the author, but you know the name of the book, so you have trouble. Like most it. people but, know yeah. book names. Like you go into yeah. the store and you're like, "Hey, I heard about this book. I want to buy it." And they're like, "Oh yeah, it's in it's in the section over there." And you're just like, "Oh, I don't even know who makes what." And, and the sections are so confusing sometimes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, what, what counts as like action? What counts as like horror? Or, you know, sci-fi. That's always the funniest one because you're like, sci-fi can be all those other things. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Some of these are kind of funny. All right, I'm just going to do a quick one for this one. Okay. Uh, do you remember when there used to be nine planets in our solar system? Oh, oh, it pains me to lose Pluto. Oh, you know what? I'm still all for Pluto being a planet. I don't care that it doesn't follow the me rules too. of the planets. I think it still needs to be a planet. And the worst, worst part about it is... We got rid of Pluto before we ever even saw Pluto. And then when we got the first pictures of Pluto, it had a heart on it. And I was like, oh, oh it, has a, it has a heart on it because it loves us. And we just shunned <laughs> it and shoved it out of our planetary system. Oh, my goodness. Poor Pluto. All right. I do think Pluto should have been a planet. But I think in our generation, they define like the Kepler belt. And they were like, yeah, stuff out there doesn't doesn't count. No, no, that's it was because like its orbit doesn't it doesn't orbit the sun. It like orbits like some other external thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it doesn't count as a planet. And All it's right. small. So. Okay. When you wanted to go get things for Christmas, you used to take out the catalogs and circle what yeah. you wanted. Do you remember that? One hundred percent. Yes, yes. I remember that so fondly. Yeah, it's so funny that I thought this was stuff just done in my family, and then when you read things like this, it was just done in every family. It was just somehow taught through the ages that that's how that's how you were supposed to do it. But yeah, you would just get the Toys R Us catalog and circle everything on there. <laughs> that's what this, I did. This and this, yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's way more interactive than adding stuff to your wish list. I wish people would more would 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 continue doing that, just taking a catalog and circling stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of people out there who want me to get them presents and who are listening. You know, that's what you should do. Get get a catalog and circle things you want, and then give me the catalog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. MTV, MTV used to play music. music. <laughs> it used to play music. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. It was. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened with MTV that it transitioned into reality TV mostly, and then just like yeah, whatever happened with that? that TV. I don't know, but the whole point of MTV was to watch cool music videos. That's right. But I think it was just back then it was more difficult to to listen to songs, right? Oh. Do you remember how you used to listen to songs? Did you record yeah, the radio you to, like, or what did you do? Like through tapes or CDs 
And so, but the tapes and CDs wouldn't be like, unless you made it yourself, wouldn't be mixes no. like from different artists. You'd have to put a whole artist CD or a whole album in, you know, mm-hmm. and listen to that album. And now with when the invention of the MP3, I think that's what destroyed MTV was just people were able to just listen to whatever music they wanted. And MTV used to just be like a mishmash of all the popular songs that people used to love, you know, watching it for that. So. All right. I don't, I don't really watch much MTV. Never really did, but uh, that makes sense, I guess. I mean, in Canada, we didn't have MTV unless you had like expensive like cable that you were able to get the American channels on. Oh, okay. Um, but I do know that they used to have, I, I did have family and friends that had the, the American channels and they would be watching MTV to watch the music videos and stuff. Yeah. All right. Since we're getting close to time, I'm going to just read a few more and you could just give quick. Bullets. Okay. Okay. Uh, when you're on your phone nowadays and you hang up the phone, people now don't know why it's called hanging up the phone. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. When, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you have to just literally do the motion of hanging up the phone. Yeah. All right. Uh, pick, up, pick up the call is the same thing. Pick up the phone, you know, same thing. Yeah. You no longer even say cordless phones. That's not even a so thing. Everything's cordless. Keeping with the phones. Okay. People nowadays may have never heard a dial tone. <laughs> because wow, okay. that's that's like really old school. But, but, dial tones, yeah. but think about it. You pick up a phone, you'd hear it. Yeah, like me. But cell phones don't have that. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you've dialed the thing before. You you push send. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing that people don't understand also is that back then, like you didn't push send to send the call. Like you wouldn't push the that's call right. button. There's no call button. You used to just dial the number. That's it's right. funny because I watched, you know, like uh kids react or something it was on a YouTube thing, and they gave him a rotary phone. <laughs> and it was so funny for them trying to figure out how to dial. And then they're like, where's the send button? Where's the call button? <laughs> to even start calling. They even figure it out. They couldn't even get that part. They're like, no, you have to lift oh, it wow. up into here to start the call. That's what it is. Because they were like dialing it while it was still down on the thing. And that's that doesn't work because it's hung up. So you have to pick it up and then do the dialing. And they couldn't figure that out. They just started dialing, you know? Yeah. Right, I'll do one or two more. Yeah. Uh before ankle socks were invented, we used to roll down our socks to the yes. ankles. Remember you put them yes. under your ankles? Yes, yeah. I never used to do that because I still felt it underneath and I didn't yeah, like it. Me neither. Me neither. No, I never used to do that. But I did know people that used that used to do that frequently. Yeah. Okay. And then the genius, some genius was just like, why can't we just have this Make already this. made? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we were in school, you had gum, you had the dentine ice, which they still sort of sell, which okay. is the, which is the hard shell gum for those yeah. listening. But then they also had the flavor strips. Do you remember those? And you put them on your tongue, and it was like a thin piece of paper. Yeah, I do remember that. Was that the one that like made a like a like a drawing on your tongue on your tongue? They could. They were just like you peel it out and you just like. Oh, I remember those, those. Those are the mints. Yeah. The oh, mints. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it used to just like dissolve in your mouth. Yeah. 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 You weren't. You wouldn't chew it. But you would just put in your mouth instant refreshment. Yeah. Mint piece of paper. I'm surprised why that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, me neither. Because I feel like some people still chew gum just to like get a like fresh breath yeah and that's kind of what they were for and it's so interesting that it died down for that reason i don't know all right the last one and then we'll call it here uh i grouped a bunch of them into this was all about cds it was it was so there were cds and then there was you had to burn cds right right 
people don't even know burning. Yeah, yeah, that's how that's how you would make your mixes. Yeah, right. So like, if, if you, you wanted to copy like from somebody else who actually purchased the CD, be like, oh yeah, I want that that CD. You would just burn the CD, and it was yeah. actually called burning on your computer. It'd be like burn. The yeah, CD. called burn. Uh, and then you'd listen to it in your CD player, but the CD players invented a non-skip feature. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, because at first the CD players, anytime you would it would bounce, the CD would obviously pop out a little bit because it's flimsy, and so it would skip all the time. I remember I used to have a CD player that didn't have the anti-skip feature, and yeah, you would you. You know, people think take invent like <laughs> you couldn't go jogging with your CD player. You know, it's a big clunky thing, and it would skip constantly. You know, it was yeah. crazy. People did when the anti skip came out. People did yeah, jog. People that, yeah. Um, and I'll give a fun fact: when MP3s came out, we had a friend in high school. You probably actually weren't his friend. Um, who was he? He was a little. He was a little weird. Uh. Maybe you were. I don't know. I never saw you hang out with them. Okay. He was big into like weird stuff. And when MP3s came out, he bought like the first one. And okay. I got one too, just like his. And the first one, you could store 10 songs. 10 songs. And let me tell you. The when, top 10. What are your top when 10? It, but when it came out, 10 songs was like, hey, a CD has like 15 songs. I got 10 right here. And the cool thing about the MP3 player was you could fast forward, rewind, do all like the, the cool features. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was what, uh, that was, I forget what it was called too. It was so cool. I was so cool back then with my MP3 Yeah, I don't player. remember what the first MP3s, they were just called like MP3 players. It wasn't, it took a while for the iPod to come out and then that's, well, there was the the big the one that well the big one that came out was the Zune that was from Microsoft. A lot Microsoft. of people had that, and Samsung had one too. My original one was a Samsung, I think, but it wasn't the okay. famous one. But yeah, right. it was a long time before the iPod came out. Like the iPod, in all honesty, that thing came out so late. I'm surprised it did so well. Yeah, it was all about the sleekness and. The efficiency of like how it worked. Yeah, it was yeah. very efficient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, because it had the rotating thing. Yeah. Which was really cool. Some of the other ones, like the one I had, had a rotating thing with buttons on it too, pre iPod, but it wasn't it wasn't easy to use. Right. Yeah, that's how it is. It's 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 incredible what like form fitting and making good user interfaces can do to a product oh yeah because if, if you could set yourself apart like that that's it and then everyone's trying to match your design afterwards and that's what happened with apple that is yeah. i mean apple was always kind of the trendsetter for that for desktop computers and for yeah for ipods you know granted i'll never use an iphone in my life here i am praising apple but they they were trendsetters <laughs> i mean at this point you know, the iPhone and the Android are practically the same. Like, yeah. it's, it's astonishing how close it is. And the thing that I always wondered about is, like, how long will it go that these two companies just own phone operating systems? Like, is it going to be like Microsoft and Apple, where it's just like people just accept it? They're like, that's it. You know what? We gave it a run. We gave capitalism and competition a good, a good college <laughs> try. We're just going to stick with what we got. These two won. They won. And you guys are going to pay it up the butt whenever they come out with the new system. And that's it. That's the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anything else to add? No, I think that's it. Yeah. Makes me, brings me back to my childhood all those times. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for joining. Hope you had a good time today. Uh, for you old people out there who remember all these things, don't worry. You're only old up here. All right. And the rest of your body every time you stand up. <laughs> Steve said that, <laughs> not me. Um, you could grab us at uh, Instagram at. I'm sorry, you could you could find us at. I was trying to be cool, like I'm kind of grabbing. Like, I, don't I don't know, know. what you're trying to promote over here now. Trying to be cool. 
<laughs> you can check us out at creativity underscore level underscore zero the number on Instagram. And then on the podcast, we're creativity level zero, no spaces. And Twitter and YouTube, we are also creativity level zero, no spaces. And then on Thursdays, we stream uh, 9 to 10 Eastern time uh, on Twitch. We're twitch.tv slash creativity level zero, the number sign, no, no. The, the, the number zero, no spaces. But I actually checked today. Um, you can search podcast and we come up. Like, I guess there aren't enough popular podcasts i guess which is just full of people talking to themselves or like one viewer so we're making our way up we must be getting enough viewers on twitch now all yeah. right <laughs> yeah so thanks everybody for joining and we'll catch you next week thanks guys